Hello and welcome to The Poetry of Science, a podcast which provides insight into new scientific research via the medium of poetry. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Illingworth, and each week I'll be introducing you to some of the latest scientific findings and sharing a selection of science-themed poetry. If you enjoy this podcast, then please consider giving it a rating and leaving some feedback in your podcast directory of choice. And if you really enjoy it, then why not share it with a friend? After all, we could all do with a little bit more poetry in our lives. In this episode, I'll be exploring new research, which has found that human-initiated wildfire smoke is responsible for around 20,000 premature deaths per year in the United States. Artificial ignitions light the touch. Flames leaping high above fiery crowns to rain heat and light and smoke. Fetid air that leaks into every breath with perverse, unspoken ease. Malignant alignments of all that we are and could yet become. Casually trading lives for commodities and convenience as ephemeral as the air we now breathe. This poem is inspired by recent research published in Environmental Research Letters, which has found that each year 20,000 premature deaths in the United States are caused by the smoke from human-ignited fires. Fires pose a threat to human lives, infrastructure and ecosystems. They also contribute significantly to air pollution as exposure to high levels of particulate matter under 2.5 micrometers, PM2.5, from fires can have a negative health effect, such as respiratory infections, asthma, lung cancer, and heart disease. This fire PM2.5 causes tens of thousands of premature deaths annually in the contiguous United States, i.e. the 48 states on the mainland of the United States, as well as the District of Columbia, excluding Alaska and Hawaii, and is more toxic than PM2.5 from other sources. The rise in fire activity and resulting decline in air quality is believed to be linked to human activity through climate change. Additionally, pinpointing human activities as the cause of fires can aid in reducing smoke by directing resources towards specific ignition sources. In this new study, researchers examined the impact of fires caused by human activity, such as agricultural fires and human-initiated wildfires, on PM2.5 concentrations in the contiguous United States from 2003 to 2018. They found that these human ignited fires are the main source of fire PM2.5 in both high and low fire years, and that smoke from these fires also contributes to a significant amount of total PM2.5. The frequency of fires in the US is increasing, and research shows that smoke from human-caused fires was responsible for 20,000 premature deaths in 2018, an increase of almost 300% from 2003, when there were fewer fire events. These results suggest that a significant portion of smoke exposure and impacts in the contiguous United States are from fires started by human activities, which should then be targeted for future management and policy decisions. Now that you've heard the science, let me read the poem to you again. Artificial ignitions light the touch, flames leaping high above fiery crowns to rain heat and light and smoke. 
fetid air that leaks into every breath with perverse, unspoken ease, malignant alignments of all that we are and could yet become, casually trading lives for commodities and convenience as ephemeral as the air we now breathe. In this section of the podcast, I'd like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the science that has been discussed so far. In this episode, I'll be reading Smoke by Philip Levine. Philip Levine was an American poet who was born in Detroit in 1928. He earned his BA from Wayne State University in 1950 and began attending writing workshops at the University of Iowa as an unregistered student in 1953. He officially earned an MFA from the University of Iowa in 1957 and later that year won a Jones Fellowship at Stanford University. His collections of poetry include On the Edge, published in 1961, The Names of the Lost, published in 1975, and The Simple Truth, published in 1994. Levine won several major awards, including the Pulitzer Prize, the Ruth Lilly Prize in Poetry, and the Wallace Stevens Award. In 2006, he was elected a Chancellor of the Academy of American Poets, and in 2011 was appointed Poet Laureate of the United States. Smoke by Philip Levine Can you imagine the air filled with smoke? It was. The city was vanishing before noon, or was it earlier than that? I can't say because the light came from nowhere and went nowhere. This was years ago, before you were born, before your parents met in a bus station downtown. She'd come on Friday after work all the way from Toledo and he dressed in his only suit. Back then we called this a date, sometimes a blind date, though they'd written back and forth for weeks. What actually took place is now lost. It's become part of the mythology of a family. The stories told by children around the dinner table. No, they aren't dead. They're just treated that way as objects turned one another to catch the light, the light overflowing with smoke. Go back to the beginning, you insist. Why is the air filled with smoke? Simple. We had work. Work was something that thrived on fire, that without fire couldn't catch its breath or hang on for life. We came out into the morning air, Bernie, Stash, Williams and I. It was late March. A new war was starting up in Asia or closer to home, one that meant to kill us. But for a moment, the air still in the grey poplars and elms undoing their branches. I understood the moon for the very first time, why it came and went, why it wasn't there that day to greet the four of us. Before the bus came, a small black bird settled on the curb, fearless or hurt, and it turned its beak up as though questioning the day. A baby crow, someone said. Your father knelt down on the wet cement, his lunchbox balanced on one knee and stared quietly for a long time. A grackle far from home, he said. One of the four of us mentioned tenderness, a word I wasn't used to, so it wasn't me. The bus must have arrived. I'm not there today. The windows were soiled. We swayed this way and that over the railroad tracks across Woodward Avenue, heading west, just like the sun hidden in smoke. Thank you for listening to The Poetry of Science. If you want to find out more about the scientific study featured in this episode, or read any of the poems in full, 
then please visit the show notes at sidepoach.podbean.com. That's sidepoach.podbean.com, where you can also find out how to get in touch with any questions or comments you might have. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.